Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey there, Whovians! Welcome back to AfterBuzz TV's Doctor Who After Show. I'm so excited to talk to you. <laughs> the bobbing is back, guys. I'm your host Zach Wilson. Thank you for joining us tonight. You can tweet me throughout the week, throughout the show at that Zach Wilson on Twitter and Instagram. Let me introduce you to my fantastic panel for the evening. You may have watched this this exact team a few hours earlier on Grim. <laughs> Tari Miller's here. Hey, I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me on Twitter at Tari J. It's T-A-U-R-I-J-Y. How was that? That's... <laughs> it's my new voice. It's is that like... Am is forever. that disco Tari? <laughs> yes. E.L. Teagle is here. Hi, everybody. You can follow me on Twitter if you want. At E.L. Teagle. That's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. I don't make that voice. <laughs> Never again. Never again. Uh, I almost wanted to introduce myself as like Dr. Disco or like Doc Rock or something. I don't know. There's a weird little like series of I'm the doctor of like popular music. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But uh, so right off the top, what did you guys think of tonight's episode? Okay. Uh, first reaction. I'm starting. Go for it. Do um, it. Do it. So I l- love this story. I love the idea of just taking <laughs> taking the aliens and being like, we're just going to make it a political, like a very clear-cut political drama and just throw in aliens. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's what it was. But as the episode continued, I realized how much I don't like Zygons as like a oh, creature. I find them disgusting and like We've seen gross creatures before, and I think this is one of the few ones that I'm like, I don't like to look at them. Well, yeah. let's talk about that like late, further in, yeah. um, because I think that's a very interesting point that has implications to just, I want to get your emotions like on yeah. like that versus like other monsters sure. and how it is handled in this episode. I would be happy to talk yeah. to you about that, but that <laughs> uh, was but my first, first I want to know what Tari thought. Um, I agree on a lot of uh, aspects of what Yale said. I I would say that I I personally I feel like I needed the second half just because this was it was a lot of setup and it was it had a turn that was like cool. Um, but you're referring to Clara. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, what it was. That's how, I mean, that's how it felt. Um, but I did I love all the like 
all the implications. Mm. Um, that is to me is very much the the Doctor Who way of like bringing you into these really complicated stories and and really yeah. being able to kind of convey that yes using aliens but also like using the human aspect and the the emotion that they convey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I loved this episode. Um it I will say it's there's a little bit of like an awkwardness <clears throat> to reviewing it this week because unlike the the first three two-parters that we've had because yeah. of the fourth two-parter in a row, which I think is a great way to structure the season. Yeah. Um, I think it's made for a very interesting and very watchable season. Uh, this is the one that's like most, we had half a story. Yeah. And we, like this episode is incomplete without next week's. Like the other ones had stuff that kept going, but this is like, the show is not over. Right. right. It was, we, we, it's like stopping a movie at the halfway point and then going in to talk about it for 45 minutes and then going back into the theater. Yeah. yeah. It's it's definitely... The, the last ones have been very, um, like, here's a story, here's a story, cliffhanger. Here's the conclusion to that story. Right. Yeah. Whereas this one was, here's what you need to know, and then this is what you're going to need to know, and then don't forget you're going to need to know this... Uh, also, we're gonna we're gonna show you these places, and then we're gonna give you this twist. But it's not like a cliffhanger twist to yeah. the point where the <clears throat> this is the first time, at least this season, and within recent memory of Doctor Who, that they have intentionally not giving a given us scenes from next week. Yeah, yes. I did notice that. Um, I I mean partially just because of the like major cliffhanger that it ended on, which I'm sure will be dealt with very quickly. Sure, but but I mean I say major because. To, if it if it if if well, you've watched the episode, yes. if, you're, if you if you're think, if you think there's no spoilers for the episode in this, I advise you to go watch the episode. And I'm watching back. it concurrently. Um, <laughs> uh, this is not a commentary track. Uh, this is an after show. So when the when Zygon Clara launches the missile at yeah. the ship at the the plane, I almost called it a ship. Yeah. Uh, at the plane, yeah, yeah. if it connects, that's a very it, it's a very clear thing that's happening. But if you show the doctor running around doing anything that's not in the plane, then we know what the outcome is. Right. So I, it makes sense. But just because it is very much a two-parter, a right. true yeah. two-parter. I have, oh, no, I just, I just love that we're calling that a cliffhanger. Well, yeah, that's my, my, my biggest gripe is the way that this season has done cliffhangers. Yeah. Right. Where it's just like, it's not, in, in olden times, um, <laughs> a cliffhanger was like, hey, they're in this situation that is inescapable. How are they gonna get out? Find out next week. This week it's just like, ah, oh, we're gonna kill people and be like, are they dead or not? <laughs> but the, but just, just like the issue that I had with the, um, uh, under the lake, cliffhanger yeah. was we know the doctor's not dead right right we know that's not happening yeah to an extent we know like clara's not dead although there is evident there's news that that is coming so we're looking for it like right um there were some people like saying on like twitter that what if clara really it is dead here and the jenna coleman in the rest of the season is this bonnie bonnie clara oh. Um, which would be a crazy twist, and I don't know how they would handle it, but I, it's it's a possibility at the very least. I would yeah. like it. I would think that would be an interesting way to, to send her off. Yeah. Because it's so different and original. Right? Yeah. Like, that's never... That I can think of, at least in the new Who, you've never had the character be, a bo- like, a body snatcher. Yeah. 
for the like the last part of their life and then get rid of them. I mean, Amy was made of plastic. plastic. Yeah, but for that a wasn't while. at the end. Yeah. yeah. If it was at the end, that'd been so interesting. Like she's been dead for you know however long. I'm the plastic version. I mean this Amazing. this episode. Yeah. Um, people who listen to me on uh, any on the Agents of Shield or Daredevil or any of those panels will not be the least bit surprised when I throw out this out there. But this episode seriously reminded me of the Skrulls from the Marvel universe, which the Skrulls are a shape shifting race of aliens who mm-hmm. come to Earth and infiltrate Shield, aka. Could easily parallel with unit uh, <laughs> by just pretending to be a, the person they have access to all of their memories, right. and it's about who can you trust, who is around you, and mm-hmm. what. In that case, in, they also gain their superpowers. So it's like very much within the Marvel universe. But <laughs> right. but that fear, that idea, <clears throat> it was and it was the instant that I made that connection. I was like, oh, Kara's going to be a Zygon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like, oh, uh, okay. And, but I, it still worked for me. I didn't have a problem with that twist. It 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 didn't feel forced or overly uh, easy, right? Or anything. Um, and I think that they did a good job when you look back at the episode sort of teasing you with like, oh yeah, that's not how Clara behaves. Clara wouldn't leave an apartment with a like, s- scary looking mom, like yeah. staring straight ahead, like, I am go. yes, everything is fine. Do not come back. And then she like gets on the phone and is like joking with the doctor like five seconds later. Yeah. Right. Um, and also strange that she would like not go directly to get help, that she would go back to her apartment. Right. What does Clara need? She just jumps in the TARDIS at a moment's notice. Like, she's good. <laughs> yeah. She's good on the fly. All right. Um, so I thought that the hints were there in, in a good enough yes. way that, like, re-watching the episode, you can find those little tidbits. Yeah. I think I, I had no problem with the reveal itself. I d- or, no. I like <laughs> I liked the reveal. I just thought that the twist... I didn't think it was twist-worthy. In that, like, oh, oh my gosh, she's not who she says he, she is, because that's the whole premise of this whole episode. Right. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was, I thought it was treated as more than it should have been. Okay. I just felt like it was overdone, right? Because it was everybody was not who they said they were, right? Which, all right, great. <laughs> it look, it was a, it was a little bit of a predictable twist for yeah. some people, but I also read reviews from people yeah. who were who were surprised and didn't see it coming. We're overanalyzers, sure. so by nature we're going to see it coming. But I'll say but, I did, I did like the reveal. I did like the way it was done. I yeah. did like when when they show Clara in the pod, and I was like, "That's not." And then she goes, "Wait a second, that's not." And I was like, "Yeah, that's not how it works." <laughs> that's the thing. I, that, I think I that was that. great, especially because after Osgood's speech about how the rules have changed, oh, yes. whether or not we believe her. Uh, it puts enough doubt in your mind that maybe they are, do have to grow them now. Right. Maybe yeah. that's how it works. Maybe it takes a while. Like but, in the fiftieth, mm-hmm. uh, which this this episode is one is so great as practically like a true sequel mm-hmm. to the fiftieth anniversary. Yeah, which is one of my favorite episodes to rewatch. Uh, mainly just I think because it stands so well on its own because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it had to as a special. Um, and, it's, and it's plus you got Matt Smith and David Tennant and John Hurt yeah. running around together. How can you? How can you lose? And yeah. the Queen and the Queen <laughs> and the Zygon and, Queen. That was uh, a reference. And 
Osgood. Like, it's just so good. It's all great. It's a very good episode. So, yeah, to, I want to watch so it, again. it was worth. I mean, I'll probably, once we get next week's yeah. episode, like, watch them in order. It's just a four hour little mini marathon. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. Uh, <laughs> but what this, what it's set up and what we are getting paid off with here is a tr- like a lot of questions to what is, like, a lot of moral questions mm-hmm. that are set up, like, this is what. Are the Zygons good? Are they bad? They've been banished. And this is, I believe, was set up, I want to say, the seventh Doctor. I don't I don't have the information in front of me. Um, the, the original appearance of the Zygons. That, like, their planet was destroyed. And they and they picked Earth as their new, new mm-hmm. home. Which gives us a little bit of sympathy. Right. Would you guys say that you were sympathetic towards them, at, at least at the end of the 50th, begin, like, beginning of this, going in? I was I was not mostly because like sympathy ends where murder begins, <laughs> um, and so like it's a great in, statement. Well, yeah, because like in the fiftieth, they were a hostile race, and we they they came to a conclu- they came to a peace treaty because they had to. They mm-hmm. literally had no other choice, um, and so that was good. That was a, a positive step. And then in this episode, I'm sure there are good. Uh, Zygons. I'm sure there are good Zygons, but at the same time, we're not focusing on those. Those are the ones that are living amongst us and trying to be in peace. But right now, we're trying. We're really focusing on this terrorist faction. Um, Yeah. And like they they address it in the episode where they're saying, "Hey, you know, like it. Like all races, there are good and there are bad. But at the same time, like it gets it gets hard to focus on the." the good when the the bad stick out so much. Yeah, I was very shocked when they gave us the numbers. Yeah. That there are 20 million Zygons on Earth. Like, they in the 50th, it seemed like there was like... 10? Yeah. <laughs> well, we only saw 10, but they talked about it as like a group. Like, I thought there were maybe like 500. Right. <laughs> like, um, 500, 1,000. Either got... they reproduce real quick, uh-huh. or there were just a lot more somewhere. Right. Um we got from Paintings, the chat roll. Um Shadrach says uh fourth doctor. Oh, thank you. And then lets us know that uh it was uh from Boo we have Terror of the Zygons. Thank mm. you. Yeah. I yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys for helping me out where so my that was Tom uh, Baker. my memory runs. That's why, we, that's why we have the chat roll. Yeah. My my connection to the uh, human host that I've uh, <laughs> been using is fallen a little loose. Yeah, the, These the walls serve, are yeah. very thick. <laughs> even Wi-Fi doesn't even get in there that yep. well. Uh, <laughs> um, but let, what did you guys think of? Because you talk, you touched on it just a little bit here. Yeah. This very big allegory, which is a, a current political commentary. Yeah, that. I can't remember the last time we got something like that on Doctor Who, which is usually very... They deal a lot with moral issues, mm-hmm. whether they are real or, or just science fiction-y. They're very much just moral questions, not political, like politically driven storylines. This is like, if you didn't see the Middle East allegory at work here... Go watch the news. <laughs> like, turn on. I don't care what network. Well, let's see CNN. Let's yeah, stick with let's, CNN. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the best of the worst. Like, go with CNN. Yeah. 
Um, at the very least, The Daily Show. <laughs> that's probably your best at. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, but the the parallels with ISIS and the Middle East and and uh, radicalized. The yeah. big thing being radicalizing a group of people by attacking mm-hmm. when a, when a small group makes a problem and the bigger attack just causes the problem to grow. Right. What did you guys think of their use of that in this episode? So I, um, I, it's weird. I don't like talking about or discussing actual real world politics, but in sci-fi, we could talk about politics all day. Like that's <laughs> what I think this show appeals to not just the show but sci-fi as a genre like appeals to my nerdness so much that I'm like yeah I could discuss this Zygon human you know peace treaty for hours and not even uh, think about the fact that it is so relevant to my own personal life you know what I mean mm-hmm. um, so I love that we're tackling that and I love that this show does tackle all sorts of issues like that um, you know not just these issues, but as you were saying, moral issues. And I think that that's such an interesting way to bring it out and bring it and make it accessible to everyone. Yeah. Also, I mean, that's, sci-fi is the best. <laughs> that's the strength of sci-fi is that they can also just, because for the people that don't notice it, it mm-hmm. even at least at first, it brings you into it in a completely disconnected way where yeah. you're either sympathizing with the Zygons or you're rooting for Unit or whichever right. way the story is, is telling you feel. And then when they drop the allegory on you, you suddenly see the perspective that you didn't see of the real world news because of whatever is coloring your judgment. Right. Yeah. Tari, what do you think? Um, I I really enjoyed it because I haven't seen I haven't seen as good of an allegory done since like Battlestar Galactica. I want to say it was <laughs> what season two or season three where they were on New Caprica. Yeah. Um, Zygon Cylon. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that's where he was getting choked up last. Yeah. Time. <laughs> right. Um, and then uh, I guess the the other example would be like. District Nine, something to that effect. Where, I love that movie. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's it's so rarely done, and it's so so rarely done well. And I think yeah. that this captured it very accurately. District Nine, great. Not the sl- not at all subtle about the allegory that it's making. <laughs> no, the least subtle science fiction allegory ever put on film. <laughs> Yell has no idea what we're talking about. No, but I also was thinking in my head, like, no, I'm sure I've seen le- less subtle. No, sure it's I about have. apartheid and it takes place in South Africa. It's okay. not. It's, it's pretty easy to see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a great uh, way to use it, but it, it never felt over, like... Preachy? Yeah, over preachy or, like, hitting you over the head with it. It was just there. Yeah. Uh, I think it was getting close to that line. Close, but I didn't feel like it ever went over it. Oh, no. It didn't right. cross it, but it definitely was like, hey, guys, here's a line. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. I mean, they're specifically using words like radicals. Yeah. And like, I think, that, did they use the word terrorist at some point? I think they did. I'm sure UNIT did. Um, and that obviously wakens the right, the, the right thoughts yeah. Uh, yeah. that they're going for. Um, but they get into a lot of the classic Doctor Who moral questions mm-hmm. as well uh, with Osgood. Osgood! And Osgood's back, and we had all kinds of crazy predictions. Oh, this is the Zygon version, because the regular one died. Right. Um, And we're presented with a very interesting question. So, a, a, one of, uh, there are two Osgoods, like, in this world. Yes. I like, it made sense to me. It was a bit, like, I, it was a bit, like, weird, in Mm -hmm. that, like, 
of all the way, but of all the ways that Doctor Who has killed someone and then had them still around, yeah, yeah, I I like this one. It worked mm-hmm. for me um, because of all the interesting questions that it raised. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically, tell me what you guys think. This is sort of how I picture this going down because I thought about the Zygon <clears throat> in the fiftieth that attacked Osgood and became Osgood, and it was very much just like you said, Tari, a, an attacker. It was a, a fighting Zygon that was like perfectly willing to wipe out the human race yeah. for a place to live. But I think basically once it became Osgood and was just Osgood's memories, Osgood is such a powerful person, like just a strong thinker yeah. that both of that both of the versions <laughs> decided not to go back to being a Zygon. They both made the same moral Decision sure. that that Zygon it will no longer exist. It will just be this duality of the Osgoods, who would be the who who, and that's what they were. They were the brokers for the treaty because yeah. neither one theoretically knew which they were. Yeah, right. Except for that inhaler. So I guess maybe they intentionally forgot about it. Well, they both ended up with an inhaler. No, because at the at the oh, right. end of the fiftieth. Uh, the human one had the inhaler, yeah, yeah. so right. like she knew. Yeah. yeah. And so, Regardless. Yeah. <laughs> but then the doctor raises the question here of, okay, there's two of you. You, you're probably the human, and she casts the doubt. What did you guys think of the whole? Like, do, should the doctor know? Does it matter? Should he even care? I really like the idea that we have this new the new rules of uh, Zygons. Is she telling the truth? Um, yes. And here's why. Because she points out the whole new projecting, your own, stealing your memory and projecting it. Right? She points out that those soldiers... Well, that's new to us. <clears throat> right. But it doesn't necessarily mean it wasn't just something we had never seen before. Right. Okay. I just, I, first I like the idea that someone is going, here are the rules of this creature, yeah. right? Like, that's <laughs> such a rare thing, especially because they go, oh, I thought this was a rule, but I guess I was wrong. You know, yeah. now, now that rule doesn't help us, so we're going to make up a new rule. So I like the idea of someone sitting down and going, here are the rules. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also really like the idea of their hybrids, which brings in hybrids. Oh, so many hybrids. Yeah. And I feel like that's just to confuse us and confuse the Doctor, that now we have all of these hybrids. That said, um, I, I stand by my statement that the humans are not a warrior race, and thus any half-human hybrid is not the hybrid we're looking for. I stand by the, I think humans are absolutely warriors. For better or worse, we cause war and problems wherever we go. We're always fighting somebody. Oh, I mean, I was going to call us terrorists. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that's what I'm going to go with. All right, moving on. I wouldn't say humans are warriors. I would say humans are terrorists. I'm going to get so much hate. (laughs) Moving on. I mean, yeah, I I wouldn't say uh, here just to just to help you out. Yeah, thanks. Um, We're not terrorists. We're we're more like we're. We are we are bacteria. <laughs> there are we, there are two kinds of bacteria: bad bacteria, good bacteria. Not like so. Essentially, it all depends on that individual bacteria's nature. Not necessarily, uh, you know, 
what it originally stemmed from. Mm-hmm. Um, we grow, we build communities, colonies, etc. I mean, sometimes it's good for our host, sometimes it's bad for our host, etc. But, I mean, overall, we're just doing what's in our nature. All right. We're um, bacteria. We're bacteria. But also a warrior race. <laughs> just um, like the Saiyans. Well, the, the exact quote from Davros <laughs> about the hybrid was... Uh, he says it spoke of referring to the the prophecy. Right. Uh, it spoke of a, a hybrid creature, two great warrior races forced together to create a warrior greater than either. Now, Osga doesn't strike me as a warrior. Okay, I still I still maintain the human race overall is a warrior race. Sure, but Osga is not a fighter. Right, she will fight for things in her way. But I guess I I wouldn't paint her as a warrior. I also might not. I guess it depends on your definition. Yeah. I'm sorry, as I'm I'm thinking out loud. Yeah. But um, I mean, I still think the doctor is sort of is like also sort of a hybrid. They're all everything is a hybrid this season. <laughs> yeah. Um, I always I just keep going back to that uh, the from the season from series six when. The, the the word doctor on that one planet right. meant warrior. I feel like Moffat will use that. I agree. Right. It's it, it's so much like it, it would be such a Moffat thing to do to call back to something that everyone is aware had no intentional connection to what's happening here. But he'll make it so it feels like he had dropped that yeah. little thread. Mm-hmm. Four years ago. Obviously, that's what he meant, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it was all, it was a super long game. The silence are back. I don't know. No, they're not. They're not. They're not back. Um, all right. But, uh, but so I'm excited to see what Osgood will do as we go forward. You guys are laughing about something. I'm not. Oh, no. I just looked at the chat. Oh, no. Somebody <laughs> in the chat was, um, was going in the Gamma Force, the word doctor reads warrior. Yes. Yeah. That's what we mean. Yeah. Um, but also someone said, spoiler, the Osgoods made a bomb to destroy the Earth. Okay. Boo, I think you're making stuff up. <laughs> uh, a a <clears throat> bomb is like... Well, like, the the box that the doctor left her... Right. It was just a, basically a way to reach him, right? Or was there more to it? Um, I was... I, not to theorize, but I was assuming that it was this, like, Z67... Uh, mm. <clears throat> That it was the nerve gas. I was. That's what my assumption. Would that's be. a good. That's a good point. I just. I like the. He gets. Con- or I guess he just gets a call from Osgood. Yeah. And that's in my mind, like, because it, it happened in the, the in that order. She emailed him. Yeah. She emailed him. <laughs> guys. She opens up the box and, like, I guess in my head, and as I'm as you guys are explaining, this, I'm like, oh yeah, it doesn't really make any sense. But I thought, like, she opened up the box and, like, there's like a little piece of paper. It's like doctor at doctor dot net. <laughs> doctor <laughs> doctor dot net. Um, I don't think that it's the nerve gas. I don't think he would give that to Osgood. I don't think. I think the idea is he trusts <clears throat> Osgood as much as any of his companions. Is basically what what that box implied, right? Okay. He wouldn't just be, and because not that he would take her with him because right. she's just not that kind of person to him. Or I don't think it even seems like he that she would want to. As much as a fangirl of the Doctor as she is, with her question mark collar, um, but he trusts her. I think two things. One, I think he totally trusts her as much as a companion. Um, but I don't think that he gave her... I don't think he would give a companion the, the gas. Well, though, I mm. think that if anybody 
the two uh, Osgoods would be able to make that judgment call. Mm-hmm. Like, the doctor himself, I don't think... I mean, he's genocided before. Um, but I would say that, like, he would trust the two of them being mm-hmm. the embodiment of this peace treaty to make the decision whether the Zygons have become a threat or not. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, to, just to counter your point, yeah. though, I think that the 10th Doctor would have given it to Rose, and I think that the 11th would have given it to Amy. Okay. I, I think that he... the. Pr- the Doctor trusts his primary companion in okay. each series with something that deadly. Okay. At least by the end of their runs, he does. Um, and number two, I think that um, he absolutely would take Osgood. He invited her right before, well, he kind of invited her right before she died. Um, or first Osgood died. And in fact, um, Shardak in the chat is doing great because he just said, yeah, he asked her onto the TARDIS before she died in Series 8. Boom. Ooh. So, yeah, I think he absolutely would take her. But, uh, take, and for a trip on the TARDIS, one thing. Companion. For a companion is a totally separate thing. Because she has asthma? Is that what it is? She's not good enough? Yeah, she can't run, yeah. which is the <laughs> doctor's thing. <laughs> it's pretty hard to hang with the doctor if you can't run. Um, somebody best find the cure for asthma. <laughs> there are so many asthmatic girls out there being like, I can never be a companion. <laughs> you guys just broke all their hearts. No, I'm sure the doctor's got something on this. I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure he could find um, nano genes to fix it. Yeah, or just like, here's a magic <clears throat> fish from the... <laughs> I picked up in the Gamma Forest when I, <laughs> magic when I was teaching them different words, what, what Doctor actually means. Uh-huh. Uh, eat this and you'll be fine. Yeah, that's how it works. I don't know. Babblefish got in my head I from see. Hitchhiker's guy. I see. Um, <laughs> I have an immortality cracker. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> um, so I want to go back for a moment to... Yell what you had brought up earlier that <laughs> you find that. Zygons gross. Yeah, um, they got grosser. Yourself. I don't know what it is, but they seem to get grosser every time we meet them. The last time, I mean, even um, Eleven is asking Ten, like you kiss them even with the little sucky things, and then we see them now, and I feel like they're they're oozing, yeah, as opposed to just being dry sucky things. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I mean, they were oozing in the 50th. I would say I agree with you that they are definitely more gross. Mm -hmm. I feel like their current design was more of a Davies era kind of thing. Like, if you remember 10's TARDIS, it was very... And, and nines, it was very ragged, jagged, kind of the way that that the the Zygon's lair was. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that We've been too far removed from like the the icky, gross uh, aliens for a long time, and now they're bringing it back in our clean, very well put together TARDIS world. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get the the difference. I think that I I like that they're so odd and disgusting because I was thinking this episode specifically how long it's been since we've had like a a really exploratory episode where they go to this planet and they're like everything is new to us. So I liked the Zygons being this, like, really, really foreign thing. Okay. Yeah, we're still on Earth. We've been on Earth for a while in yeah. this season. Like, ever since the, the first two-parter, we've just stuck to Earth. Yeah. yeah Different I, times, but... I feel like uh, a lot of... I feel like a lot of Twelve's run has been on Earth. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we talked about it a little bit last week, um... 
I, I know you were out of town. You were in London, which yeah. stick around, guys, because we're going to have some cool stuff to show you from <laughs> Yale's trip to London. Um, Photos. But I think the big, the, I think the big thing. Slideshow. Yeah. No, it's a video. It's Trust a, me. Stick it's around. Slideshow. Uh, this is the beach. Anyway, um, I think that part of why they had to make them so disgusting in this episode, and to, they, I think they wanted you to react that way. Because the whole thing that these that this resistance movement is fighting for is that this is the young group that has been brought up on Earth. Yeah. And all they want, it starts out feeling very reasonable. All they want is for their rights to live as themselves. They yeah. don't want to hide as a person. They don't want to pretend to be human. They want to just be Zygon. Mm-hmm. And it's only when that becomes, when they are told no that they get violent, really, and this becomes a huge problem. And now they have to be stopped. But their original want is seemingly reasonable. But it forces, by making them so hard to look at, it forces you as a viewer to think, like, oh, yeah, we couldn't accept them if we saw them walking down the street because they're so vastly different from us that it's hard to even look at them. And I think that's what happened in New Mexico. Um, Because we got Kate uh, Lethbridge-Stewart going down to New Mexico. And I'm glad that they revealed that the officer was a Zygon. Because it was like, not all American... Although Americans turned out to be dicks. Like, again, not... (laughs) All Americans are dicks. <laughs> um, but that was your that was your complaint. Was one? I mean, <laughs> well, like this is another case of like, the, like where was the problem of the people who couldn't accept everyone that was different from them in America? <laughs> no British, no dogs. Yeah, that was my favorite sign. No British allowed. There's no British, no dogs. I love that sign. <laughs> I don't know why it makes me giggle so much. Somebody make that sign for you. <laughs> yeah, because that's ridiculous. Uh, I think of uh, Charlie Brown. No dogs, dogs allowed. <laughs> nice one, guys. We had a moment. Yeah, that was nice. Uh, you and me, Tari. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> also, I just want, just so people know, I googled because I was like, "What is this truth or consequences?" It's like a legit thing. Oh really? Truth or consequences, guys. I did my research. Um, is a legit town in New Mexico that a radio show, this guy said he would do the show live from the first town to change their name to Truth or Consequences. (laughs) And this town used to be called Hot Springs and is now Truth or Consequences. Or Tier C. Upgrade. Tier C is what they call it in New Mexico. Tier C. Tier C. Tier C. Okay. T or C. T or C. Yeah. TRC. Well, uh, anyway. So, fun um, fact, but, but Clara was a little wrong with her info. I mean, no. she was like, I think this. Wrong. But it is a place. Fun <laughs> fact. Wikipedia. Well, Kate goes down there <laughs> no one by herself. I care. Thanks. Uh, Kate goes down there by herself. Uh, yeah. Questioned that from the moment she started walking. I'm like, hold on. Was no one supposed to meet you? Also, she's like the the head, isn't she? Have you met? Yeah, um, and I'm fine with her going. It's like the Star Trek scenarios. Like, yeah, we're gonna go explore this alien world. Let's send our captain and first lieutenant along. Alone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. With one ensign <laughs> who can get killed off. Um, 
but I when she gets there, like so the whole town is just deserted except mm-hmm. for this one sheriff Zygon. Yeah. Um I did feel like she should have noticed that. Uh like noticed that that's unusual. Yeah. That there is a police officer policing no one. Um I saw that one coming as well. Oh, yeah. This one yeah. more than... Cl- Clara, I saw coming, but I didn't mind it. This one was a little bit like, I think Kate should have figured that out sooner. Right. That I guess that's the difference for me, is when there's a twist, even if I figured it out, if I figured it out, it sort of makes me feel good about myself. Yeah. But if I think the character should have figured it out, that's when it becomes a problem. Okay. If, the, if it's reasonable for the characters to have missed it, then that's great. Yeah. But if it's... If the character should have seen it coming, then it's like a bad horror movie. Right. Right, right. Okay. I can um, see that. Yeah. What do you guys think is coming for New Mexico? Like, are we going to get much more out of that? Or are we just going to, like, fly Kate out of... Or is truth and co- truth or consequences going to be vital to it moving forward? I mean, I'd like it to be. If we're going to if we're gonna go to New Mexico, if we're going to go to this very specific, oddly named town, like, I'd like it to play a bigger part. Okay. Yeah. Um, that said, I feel, I don't know. I felt like this whole episode was very, uh, setting, right? Like we're, we're giving the setting of the show where we're giving you the info you need. We were just building up to something. Yeah. But I felt like we didn't have much occur. Does that make sense? I just, I felt like, I don't. It was all set up and no knockdown. Yeah. Um, And even the, like the, the, all the cliffhanger. I was like, that's not, none of this is cliffhanger and none of the twists are, what? Twists. (laughs) It's not, you know, it's not, um, the doctor, Jack and Rose and a child and all these people in a hospital asking (laughs) if they're the mummy. Like, are you my mummy? No, it's not that. It's not going to resolve with go to your room. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Anyway. Yeah. Um, (laughs) There was there's one moment that really stood out to me as just a really well, really good piece of writing and direction. Even if while I was yelling at the characters, <laughs> um, was outside of the church mm-hmm. um, with the soldiers being forced to face down what a very to it's very clearly Zygon versions of their loved ones. Yeah, um, listening to her talk, I mean, like I you feel for the guy, and I thought the performances were really good. Um, especially on the soldier's side, mm-hmm. that darkly humanized moment of, like, could you shoot even a fake version of your mother when she's standing in front of you? I... Hmm. If, here's... Sorry. this The thought that crossed my mind was everybody shoots somebody else's family. Like... <laughs> I mean, it's the right? it's like, the most logical thing. You don't even have to shoot to kill. You could just shoot them in the leg. Yeah, like just he's it's because it, it was just one person at first. So right. I like shoot them in the leg. That's a good. Yeah, yeah. Well, They'll forgive you. You'll be like, yeah, we were under alien attack. I'm I'm sorry if I'm protecting the world, mom. <laughs> but she also like the fact that she couldn't. I understand she couldn't answer the the teddy bear question. Great, she couldn't answer the birthday question. The yeah. birth one is like you were there. It was kind of a big day. <laughs> you, um, you and it was also this. the just the big one I think thought was come inside, I'll prove it to you. Right. If that doesn't tell you it's a Zygon, yeah. nothing will. But yeah. also like okay, I can't shoot you, you're my mom. Great. My my soldier team, right? We're a brotherhood. Yeah. Shoot her. <laughs> 
I mean, but maybe they didn't want you to hold it against them for the be like, dude, you shot my mom. Look, they're they're That's British. It. it wouldn't be proper. They were American. Oh. It, that's why it's even more surprising they didn't do it. Yeah, I am. I guess unit is an inter- unit, unit is an international organization. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So, do you guys have any other thoughts on this episode? Um, specifically, I mean, there's a lot. We still have another half of the episode, really. Right. I feel like I'm, I'm waiting for yeah. the episode so, to happen. So let's let with that. Let's get into some news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. I'm going to turn it over to Yale for this one. I'm so excited, guys. Um, as some of you may know, I was in London for London Comic Con, and Moffat was there. Moffat was not doing any press. Um, he did not do any press. He did do panels, and they revealed a lot of stuff, which you caught. Yeah, we and, talked a little bit about about it last week, how like Maisie Williams is confirmed coming back right. next season. Uh, or not next season, later this season. Yeah. Um, was the big thing that came out. Yeah. Um, so as soon as he got off that panel and walked into the back room uh, and was about to go do an exclusive signing, I was lucky enough to rudely get an interview. Not with, rudely. They organized was, yes. this for you. <laughs> I but. felt a little pushy. <laughs> Worth it. Um, because I asked something that I feel like we wanted to know the answer to. Um, and so we're going to show you a clip of it. Right? Yeah, and then we'll tell you how you can find the rest of the interview. Find the rest of it. I want to know if we're going to get answers about the unanswered questions, such as who is Gus, who is under the red blanket, how Clara got out of the time stream. They've all been provided. Uh, Gus is the guy. Yeah, guys. Um, So he says all of the answers have been provided. Um, And if you want to see how he explains that... Uh, I will tweet that out. I I'm willing to <laughs> accept the uh, Gus has been somewhat answered. So I he, still I still left that episode thinking that there was more of a wider conspiracy. Yeah. Although part of me even thinks that that could be answered this season. Hmm. Uh, Moffat lies for one. Yeah. Uh, I, I really wanted to ask him uh, if the the rule number one actually applied to him and not the doctor. <laughs> But, That'd be good. Um, it's, That'd be so good. for people who go and check it out, we will make sure it's tweeted out. But uh, it's a very short interview because, as I said, I, I caught him right after stage. So I couldn't get all the questions that people sent. Yeah, and they can check that out at Yell TV, right? Yes. Yell.TV? Y-A-E-L.TV. Cool. All right. Nice. With that, let's get into some predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Prediction time. All right, guys. So we have no footage to go on. So this is purely whatever insane things we can think of. Um, Where do you think we're going with this episode? After Clara launched... uh, Zygon Clara launched... Bonnie. Bonnie. It's more fun to call her Zygon Clara. I really like that they named her. Yeah, and named her Bonnie. Yeah. Yeah. She just needs a Clyde. Nice. Um, <laughs> all right, guys. I I know what's going to happen next episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Real Clara will be saved. The Doctor will solve this problem. He will live. Osgood, wh- whatever version of Osgood we have left, will survive. Um, Kate will also survive. 
Okay. As but, long as she knows how to love, you know she'll stay alive. <laughs> That's good. Um, but also, I think truth or consequences will definitely um, play a part. Mostly because right. you can't, like, you can't just have that town and be like truth or consequences, and then also like the Zygons kept saying it, and then we have it repeated. It means something. It means truth or consequences. Yeah, right. 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 Dari, what do you think? That's it. Um, I was going to uh, piggyback off of that in that I think that Truth or Consequences is going to end up being the final, like, Zygon colony. Mm. I oh, think that's, that's where good. they're all going to put them. Um, I think the... the all like, 20 million of them? All 20 million. It's got to be a big town. Um, <laughs> they can live underground. I mean, yeah. Why not? Build I mean, up. for the ones that choose to live uh, amongst the human people, they can. I think that like that will be the solution for those who want to live out in the uh, out in the open, and it will become like a an Area Fifty One where like people don't really go there, but uh, and it will be sanctioned off, but they can live amongst themselves, being free to be Zygons. I think that's a whole that's where this is going to end up. Um, I also think that uh, I think that Clara. I don't know. I want. I want this whole like your proposed idea of like having her be dead. Um, not that I want her to be dead. I just. I feel like this is. It's a good time. She's. 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 Time to be to fair, go. I. I can't take credit for that. That was just something I read from some some tweets, and I think the AV Club had the uh, had that theory. Uh, I just think it's an interesting idea. I really. I mean. Well, yeah. Especially it's, it's so, different. It's yeah. very different. Yeah. Especially um, after they made such a big deal about like. The Zygon human uh, connection being pretty much uh, fully in sync and non different differentiating, mm-hmm. then essentially you could make that switch feasibly because the breadcrumbs are, have been put down. Yeah, um, I think next week we're going to get a lot more of this dilemma of. I think the Zygons are going to be outed to the general population by midway through next week's episode. Huh. Um, because I think that they've start they started teasing that in this episode with the ideas of what would you feel like if you if anybody could be a Zygon mm-hmm. and you would have no idea. That's a scary thought to not know. It's that it's that's what it basically is, is a human condition, the fear of not knowing about your neighbor. Who knows who and the idea that they could become somebody that you live with and you would have no way of telling the difference. Yeah. Um, I think, yes, the doctor will figure out what to do about <laughs> this. Um, maybe he'll he'll put more use to his uh, president of the world position, which was a great callback. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so ridiculous. I just, I feel like it's um, really great that we had the callback to the 50th, the callback to um, the season finale, like, Mm-hmm. It's. I like that they're tying it in. They're tying it in, and this episode, I think, what we're going to see is that this hybrid theory. Mm-hmm. This is a bigger, my bigger <laughs> prediction. The hybrid, uh, uh, not theory, but uh, the prophecy yeah. Yeah. is going to become something that by the end of the season that so ties together everything we've gotten this year and parts of last year that. It's going to feel, right now I think it's going to start, it's going to feel like Series 6, where everything just sort of tied together in a way that just fit and like felt like it was so well planned. I'm nervous about it. I really hope it's right and it's handled well, but I think that's where we're going. 
if okay so here's how i see it right because we've all if we're here's okay (laughs) so we're gonna build up to somehow if we're gonna claim that humans are a warrior race sure um clara and the daleks we're gonna get her back into a dalek and get us back to where we started with her boom like her (laughs) mind is she's now a dalek no like i just want to go back to oswin yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows I want Souffle Girl. I want Oswin. <laughs> we were so close, and I feel like that was just a tease. Maybe. And that's where we're headed. Maybe. Ooh, I hope. Well, only time will tell. She knows. <laughs> You're ridiculous. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us this week for Doctor Who here at AfterBuzz TV, talking about the Zygon invasion. We'll be back next week talking about the Zygon inversion. <laughs> so clever, guys. <laughs> um, real hard to keep track, uh, keep it straight of what episode's coming, which which we're going to just watch. But uh, until then, Yell Teagle, where can everyone keep up with you? And remind them where they can find the interview. Yeah, um, you can find me online at Yell Teagle. That's Y A E L T Y G I E L. There, I will also tweet out the link from Yell.tv. That's Y A E L.tv. Not .com after that, just .tv. Um, and there will be the interview with Moffat from MCM London Comic Con. I will make sure that is widely available because you want to hear what he says to explain the statement that he said. <laughs> Tari uh, Miller. And I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me on Twitter at Tari J. It's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. And you guys can tweet at me uh, at that Zach Wilson. If you'll find me there on Instagram and all that. Um, and uh, keep up with me throughout the week on a whole bunch of shows, including uh, Sleepy Hollow, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., The Muppets. Um, and if you're a, a huge Doctor Who and also a video game nerd, uh, follow me on Twitter. I'm not sure exactly how I'm going to set this up. But this week, the Lego Dimensions Doctor oh, Who awesome. game comes out. Nice. And I'm going to be twitching some of it. Nice. I don't know how I've never done it before. So join me for that adventure at some <laughs> point this week. It'll be fun. I already played the the level with Angel the Angels in it craziness. Nice. Uh so I'll probably tweet just that Zach Wilson on all platforms. Yeah. You'll be able to find me. Guys, until next week, I'm Zach Wilson and thanks for geeking out with us. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.